unconscious bias. My word, Harry, is she a Negro? I haven't seen one so close since I was going to Africa in safari. She's a rather Harry, light one, isn't she? She must be half white. Harry, con- Harry continues that I had no idea it existed. And then it's sad to say it took me many, many years to realize it, especially then living a day or a week in my wife's shoes. She makes me eat watermelon seeds out of the crack of her ass. Now that is bias. Get on your knees, she tells me, and I get on my knees first hither and therefore. She is from Compton, so it tastes like chicken and waffles and drive-by shootings. (laughs) This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. Zello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Alar, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to blame me out. Oh, I'm being a bad <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rook, a.k.a. Whoopi, and I'm here with my main bed. Yo, this is L. O. AKA the Larry David of the crew, according to my man Vin. <laughs> Drop that beat on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I gave him that name because I was talking to him about the fold and he was apparently in an Uber and he was giving the motherfucking Uber dude directions. And all I heard was left, left, <laughs> left, left. <laughs> and the Uber dude in the background, he was obviously not from this country. He was not. He was not. And then he got out the cab and the dude was like, thank you very much. He, I was like, he's trying to get that five stars. That's what he was trying to do. He was trying to get that five stars, but it probably didn't happen. He, he did not. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. We talked about this. What, what's your average rating at now, though, uh, uh, Leon? You used to be at a at a at a two. Was your if you were good, you got a two. So we, you know, I'm unfortunately at a four point seven five, um, which I'm not incredibly happy about. No, what's the average that you give? Oh, average uh, rating that I give is I would have to be four and a half, five. Because typically, I get I don't rate uh, drivers unless they're really bad. Um, until the next time I'm about to use the Uber. So whatever experience, as long as it's not god-awful, I, I pretty much have forgotten about it. So I'll just give them a five just to, you know, be a nice guy. But if it's bad and you see me pull, if just <laughs> any Uber drivers who listen to this show, if my ride was bad and you see me pull my phone out as I'm getting out of the Uber, just know you got a one. <laughs> <laughs> or less, or less, <laughs> if possible. 
Because I've called the attorney general. <laughs> uh, listen, my friend. Uh, the letter will be ready. <laughs> listen, my friend. When I picked you up, uh, did I do something to you? <laughs> Why the fuck do you give me a one star? <laughs> yeah. Like the guy Sir, I, I, I hope you've paid your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm cool. The driver I'm yesterday was I'm saying, talking to the attorney general. Yeah, he gets, he gets me to in front of my building. He's like, this is... I'm like... I know. I live here. I put the coordinates in here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hello, Ice. I'm Excuse me. This is where you live. At my house. Right. 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 You live here. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Almost to say you live, you live here. here. You live here. Where is the ghetto? Uh, I don't see any chicken wings. What's going on here, my friend? Oh, what's up? What's uh, up? You got your boy Vin in the building. You know what I'm saying? Uh, chilling, chilling, chilling. What's up with you and the rest of the crew? Oh, MC Shan over there. Hey, this is Zeller. Wow, that was upbeat. That was Wait, energetic. That's approaching that normal. That was energetic. He said that was energetic. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's, me, that's me pretending like I'm fully awake. Ah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so 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 since you since you're so sleepy, I'll let you go first. What's going on in your life, Rick? Man, it was just a super hectic day. Um, a lot going on. From very early this morning until you know, I was late to our little our our pre production meeting because I you know just running putting the kids to bed, getting them something to eat, putting out the garbage. It's just hectic from you know six o'clock this morning, and then uh you know I'm I, I got to be on set tomorrow at six a.m. and we're recording tonight so. And drinking tequila, so let's see, let's see how that works out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if I if I go to work and I and I'm not still drunk and smell like booze, I mm. think it's a win. That is a win. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna need fucking Juan Valdez to show up to your crib tomorrow <laughs> with the fucking burro. With the mule. With the, with with the fucking right. burro. With the burro. Yes. With the burro. With the coffee. <laughs> Is Mr. Mr. Allery, this is your coffee, sir. You're gonna need it. <laughs> You're gonna need it <laughs> for real. This tequila is just, delicious. Just hop on the burrow and go to work. Yep. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> sir, you can't take the burrow. That's extra. <laughs> He's not an Uber, sir. <laughs> it's burro. It's burro, sir. Not a, not an Uber. What's up with you, Mac? Wait, was oh. that it? Yeah, was I, that see, I was waiting for more for Rick. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, 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 had, I had no time to prepare. He's like, I hit the wall. Yeah, I had, I had, I had no time to prepare anything. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Mm. Okay. What's up with me? I have been dealing with a couple of, you know, when you take on responsibilities, you, you, y'all ever take on responsibilities and, and somebody goes, oh, it's easy. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm doing it. It's no problem. Come on, booby. It's a piece of cake. And then you get on the other side of that that shit, and it's hot fire. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what's been happening to me. So I I took on well, I, as I said, I, I I took on this role in the presidency, and I was like, oh, it's so easy. The politics have been a little. It's been a little out of control. I'm getting a lot of late night phone calls and texts and. You know, listen, uh, you're you're our Barack, all right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. We want you to make it happen, okay? So get I, it I got, together. <laughs> I got I got Mitch McConnell obstructing me already, so you know. Uh, but it's is, is it's that a, the three a.m. phone call Hillary was talking about? Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Is is Mitch McConnell a white guy or a white woman? Uh, oh, you can't say. I'm sorry. That's yeah, right. You can't. I can't say. I can't put you in that uh, a white person then so precarious situation there, okay. Mr. Wait, Obama. I can't. It's, it's I can't. not a he or she. It's a person. So it's a white person. I, I, I just, I just, I just want to say there's there's good people on both sides. Ah. And, uh, <laughs> oh shit! There's, there's good That's people on both there. sides, and I want to imagine. And I want to be the president for everybody and move mm. us all forward together. So, but yeah, so no, that's that's been um that's been a little <laughs> interesting um dealing with that. Um, my pressure has been outrageous. So I'm trying to work that down. It's been like I've I've been getting these splitting headaches for four days and I didn't know what was going on. So um maybe you turn it into the Hulk, nigga. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm hey, becoming the bear. Exactly. Ooh, the, bear. the bear. The bear. The bear. I'm becoming the oh bear. Oh my god, it's the bear. <laughs> but, I, but I have a feeling. <laughs> Ooh. That was a vibrant <laughs> uh, production of uh touch there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wait, um, did y'all watch Grizzly Adams growing up? I, of course I, I did. I used to love that show. I love that show. What was the bear's name? Oh shit. Bear. Damn. No. For 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 eight dollars. Sam. No. Blackie. No. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, nigga bear. Come over here, nigga bear. Get out that honey, nigga bear. Come over here and talk to uh, wasn't his name Ben? Ben. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I didn't really ben. watch the show, but that sounds right. That sounds about white. The two of us need look I'm actually no checking because I thought it was Ben. Hmm. I want a name of the bear. I have a feeling that I'm right, Alaric. Fucking Ben. I used to love that show. Ben. I used to fucking. I used to. Fu- oh, my- hold on, hold on, hold on. Ben, the Kodiak bear, which appeared on the television series uh, Grizzly Adams in the 1970s, died of heart disease at Folsom's Children's Zoo. Ben found dead in his cage Saturday afternoon, <laughs> died in his sleep during hibernation. He was a black he, man. He passed away in his sleep. <laughs> in hibernation, he passed away in his sleep. Y'all niggas had me in this cage for like 45 years. Okay? I'm a star, and y'all had me uh, locked a, up in a zoo. I'm, my name he, is Ben. Y'all feeding me pork rinds, and I just people are throwing me <laughs> shit from over the cage, and I'm eating all the scraps all the time, and I got heart failure. Damn it. I had a heart attack while he was asleep. I he know. been the bear. He, he, he went from television star to dying in at a children's animal zoo. prison. Wow. A, exactly. Hey, oh, look at Ben. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm have any idea bitch. who I used to be? <laughs> I was on fucking set, okay? <laughs> they used to feed me fucking salmon fresh <laughs> right out the ocean. Now I'm in this fucking zoo. Just fucking kill me. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill me. He probably offed himself. <laughs> like they, they won't find me for a couple of months. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bear. I love it. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I, I oh and I did a dumb out. I did a dumb out. So um this What's is a, a dumb this out. Was, so I um I came to bring some groceries home. <laughs> That's not where you want to pause, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go shopping. So I'm, I go, it's me, you know. You know. <laughs> so I came. So, and then so, I went shopping. So I, 
I, I live in I live in a I live in a development uh, complex, and you can't park in it. You have, there's a limited amount of time you can park in the development complex, and then you have to go put your car in the garage, right? New York City rules. So I had mad groceries, and I was tired. I had a long day. I was working all day, so I ran to the grocery store, and I was like, you know what? I'll just pull in front of the house. I'll take the groceries upstairs. I'll put everything away, and then I'll go back down and I move the car like I normally do. Cool. So I go upstairs put all the groceries away. My phone is ringing. This is going on. That's going on. I was like, I'm hungry. I make something to eat. I sit there. I take a nap. Damn it, man. <laughs> You've already stayed too long. Right, exactly. I'm I'm, I'm already there like three hours. When you said point. make a sandwich, I knew you totally forgot about the car. <laughs> I, took, I took a nap. I wake up. I go uh, make myself a little snack, drink. And the next day, um, <laughs> the, the next, next day? day, wow! Somebody comes and knocks on the door, and he's like, "I'm like, hello." He's like, "Um, do you own a such and such and such a car uh, with the license plate?" I was like, "Yeah, why?" They about to tow your shit. He's like, "Um, <laughs> we about to tow it because it's been down there over 24 hours, and you might want to come." By the way, they came the next evening, so it was wow. out there all the next day, all, all into the next evening, and I had totally forgotten it was out there. Wow, and, and, and they almost towed it, so I got a fine. I got, I got a little. The development gave us a, a fine, so I got to pay that. Not us. Fine. They gave you. Yeah, no, yeah, no, me. I'm yeah. I'm well, that's that's but, still cheaper but, than the tow yard. Yeah, that's for yeah. real. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. Would so have been I was, like three, four hundred dollars. I, I was, I don't. My, my head was just somewhere else. My head was just totally somewhere else. So <laughs> this is out of this car. Is like, it? Fuck it. I'm leaving it here. <laughs> and I, and I it was like the valet will move it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know she's gonna be mad because I outed up, but I clown my wife for doing the exact same thing three months wow. ago. Wow. <laughs> Wait. Now, did you did you park the car in in such a way where either it was parked well, or did you have like you knew you were coming right back, so you didn't really park it. No, I no, I parked it well. It wasn't it wasn't okay. obstructing anything. It wasn't it wasn't that kind of situation. And we have a like there's a place to park cars so everybody can get by. It wasn't that kind of situation. Got it, got it's it. just it's really supposed to be a 30 minute situation. If you go two hours or three hours, they're not tripping. Got if it. you go six, eight, they might be like, yo. What are you doing? This motherfucker ain't moved his car yet. But I left <laughs> him I'm looking there. at the same motherfucking car. Who the I fuck left- do they think they are? <laughs> and, and and usually, like, it, like sometimes what will happen is the overnight guys, because this, you know, the overnight guys will call you and they'll be like, yo, left your car outside. Oh, because they know people forget sometimes. Yo, mm-hmm. like, like you might get a call like 11 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? One o'clock in the morning. Like, Come yo, your car. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody called us. And they just let it rock. And then the morning crew came in. They didn't call us. It wasn't until the next evening crew came and it was like, yeah, this car still here. Mm. And then they came, they looked it up and then they came upstairs and got us. So, um, but yeah, so that was interesting. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. No. Today, for some reason, I was looking at the lights that uh, we have on our terrace bars, I guess. And they were on. And I forgot to turn them off like weeks ago, but they just come on because I, whatever setting I left it on, they just come on occasionally. And I, it occurred to me that we're not going to be fined 
because these lights come on. Because typically, you can't keep your lights on your terrace on 24-7 or you get like a you know small $25 surcharge. Because there's solar lights and those that, that surcharge is focused on people who are having their lights plugged in into the building uh, electricity. So I actually felt a little bit of gratitude and... I got that I wish factor going on because I wish they would send something saying, <laughs> hey, hello, we saw your lights were on all night. Uh, here's $25 to help you remember to turn them off. I'm like, how you going to charge for solar, my dude? <laughs> That's what I'm going to put on the email. But So I, I can't wait. got it pre-written. I know, yeah, I, I can't wait to sit in. I've already got it. Like I, I immediately, as I realized that, I started to calculate what am I going to respond with. So I, I, I've got the uh, the email ready. CC New York State AG. So, um, <laughs> what else is going on in your life? Oh, and 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 do you think that that letter is coming? By the way, um, it usually comes around the holidays. So I would suspect somewhere around October. I mean, sorry, November, December. It's going to be uh, coming because I'm not changing the setting. <laughs> And there you it's have too much. Fuck you. It's too much trouble. It's too, too much, much trouble too to much. open my app. I don't want to open the app. I got It's not even on the app. I, I have to walk to the other side of the terrace, and the terrace is only five feet, but still, I, <laughs> I'm not walking that far. <laughs> I don't want to be inconvenienced. Fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> if I happen to be over there, maybe yeah, if I happen to I'll be look over at there, it, I'll look there, into you know. it. But, but other than that, that's I that's like this right. side of the terrace. Th- those would be rocking all year long. Plus, it's 2020. Okay, so I need a, a little bit of light in my life. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Mm, yeah. So, so what's going on in my life? So so yesterday, I'm driving around the city, actually playing mini bar. And I'm driving on my way back to Brook, I mean, to Manhattan from Brooklyn. And the traffic is fine. All of a sudden, when we get close to the Brooklyn Bridge... It's like an immediate halt. And I'm like, all right, this is kind of weird. But so I do my maneuvering. Um, I haven't really driven around Brooklyn in a long time, but it's something about when you're driving in a place that you're familiar with. It's sort of like when you realize, yo, I got to get around all this traffic, all the shortcuts kind of come back to your mind. Like it's it's crazy how it happens. So I start dipping, you know, through um, the different streets and what probably would have taken me 15, 20 minutes. I get to the Brooklyn Bridge in about five minutes. So when I'm on the bridge or getting on the bridge, there's an NYPD slowing up the traffic, has lights on, no siren, but, you know, he's moving at the entrance of the bridge. I'm like, this is weird because he's driving like two miles per hour. So we get on the bridge because there's a curve. And as you come around the curve, you can see the bridge in its full totality. And what do I see? Trump 2020 flags attached to a cavalcade of cars. So apparently NYPD is escorting all these people as they drive through the city. I read later that they started out in Long Island and made their way to Manhattan. These people are as annoying as you might suspect. So I'm I'm ice grilling every driver <laughs> that I see. Because not only is it annoying just to see the Trump 2020 flag, because they, they've got the large flags you know, draping off the side of their cars. But they're slowing up traffic and they're creating a traffic jam unnecessarily. So here's the worst part of it. So I get across the bridge into the Manhattan side and get ready to go up the FDR Drive. 
these two Trump tards have blocked off the FDR drive or one of the entrances to the FDR drive because I wound up driving around and if anybody's familiar with the FDR drive, particularly down by South Street, there's one, there's at least one, two entrances that you can get on to go uptown. Mm -hmm. NYPD is doing nothing about the fact that there is an individual outside of his car walking, trying to coordinate people on a major traveling lane to traverse in New York City that is causing a major traffic jam. So this is like reinforcing the fact that these NYPD dudes are really supporting this whole Trump movement. So I'm getting super irritated and I'm like, I think you want to run some people over. Don't yo, you? I, I literally do. So my ice grill gets a little bit more sinister oh, and shit. I'm just scaring white people left and right at this point because I'm like, yo, y'all are really bugging. Like, it's not even the fact that you want to vote for him. Like, I get it. There's some stupid people out here. But the fact that you're holding up traffic to do this and make a point like it's there is no major uh, issue that you are trying to protest. You're just being a jerk at this point. So mm-hmm. to to add on to the fact that you're supporting a jerk candidate, you're actually being a jerk just like him. So that was my Sunday afternoon drive. They were just by. exuding their, you know, they were just showing their white power. And by the way, all you black people who want to vote for Trump, there was not one black face driving a car that had a Trump flag. So there's your inclusion right there. Believe them who they say they are when they say who they are. Fix. Other than that, I do want to call out uh, Charlie, a.k.a. Dom, the production manager. Yesterday during a production meeting, I was sipping on a coffee uh, milkshake and uh, she wanted to suggest that I needed to take a run. (laughs) You mean like jogging? Yeah, like jogging. (laughs) These are facts. However... Since you want to fat shame me, I am still under my COVID-19 pounds. <laughs> so, I, I, but to that point, I did wake up this morning and made my uh, kidney and uh, liver flush to uh, get me back started uh, to working. Although we'll be drinking heavily tonight. So we'll see what Tuesday brings. I thought you were uh, flushing your kidneys with, uh, with alcohol. <laughs> with tequila. <laughs> disinfectant. No, that's the disinfectant, right. <laughs> that's the first stage of the actual... Uh, first you have to flush, flush, then you have to disinfect it. You know, you got to soak them full of liver first. Uh, liquor first. <laughs> and then you do the flush. I mean, what, what sense does it make to do a flush before you soak it up? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so other than that, um, I watched the Borat movie over the weekend. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the new Borat movie yet, you might want to skip the next three minutes of the show. It was I. Right. I I watched it. I wasn't the 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 best part was probably the Giuliani part. Right, which is why they hyped it. But you know, I I he can't get it. I think they touched on it in the film. Like, he can't get away with being Barat anymore because everybody right. knows exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, so, I thought he, I did, I thought he dealt with that pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I thought, he, but I still, still think he got off on a few people. I still think he got off on a few people. The, no, I mean, it, don't know who he is. It, it just wasn't as, as, as shocking as the first one because right. you couldn't believe that he got people to say and do the things that he, that they did. Right. And like now, it's like it didn't push the envelope. It didn't. It right. didn't go beyond that, and it, it only uh, showed G, uh, Giuliani as the creep that he actually everybody believes that he is. Why, so why did he stop cool. it? I wanted that to go another thirty. Seconds. I agree. I agree. I 
I felt like he should have just really just got that. He should have got the money shot. Because it was coming. I, it was coming. Uh, it was coming. I think it probably <laughs> was. But yeah. He was going to pull out his demon dick. and. I felt like he was doing the hard on adjustment. Like, I, <laughs> my, oh my God. I'm getting chubby. I need to move it so I'm not, you know, necessarily oh embarrassing God. myself. But the fact that he laid down knew that, that's that told me. He Why did he lay to, down? Because like, he was trying to get it started. Yeah, he was trying to get it started. And oh the fact that he went, God. the fact that Giuliani went into the bedroom at right. all. Exactly. And the way he was touching him was inappropriate, too. So he knew. He yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me your like, phone number and your address. Right. Did he wait? What I did he know he, she was 15? No, no, okay. no. Okay, all right, all right. But she's not fifteen in real life, is she? No, no, no she's not. not. But yeah, but I wanted to know if uh, she was playing a fifteen-year-old when they were sitting down for the. I don't think so. I interview. think was, at one point they kind of changed it up a little bit. You know. Okay. What I mean? All right. But uh, it don't matter. It, it but, but the nonsense them talking about—they exposed Borat and uh, Sasha Cohen Baron for uh, the ruse—is like that was come on. You you did not. He actually broke it up in order for uh, the 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 scene to stop. So yeah, but yeah. Could you could you imagine like this is this is a comedian, a, a filmmaker mm-hmm. who got him to compromise himself so right. easily? Right. What do you think the GRU is going to do? What do you exactly. think the Russians can do? What do you Not think the Chinese to do can do? What they've already done. Right. Right. If, if it's that easy, all you have to do is put. Put a cute little girl Mr. in front of you, touch your knee every once in a while, you, right. you old ghoul. Mr. Right. Giuliani, we have pictures of you here. Okay, this is you with midget and goat. This is you with... Uh, you, I don't understand what you're doing with the rabbit, sir, but this is the rabbit here. Uh, this is with you, the one arm midget. That you like to get with, sir? <laughs> uh, it would be like the Marion Barry tape. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You know we do this all the time. Hey, Trump, come on, Trump. We have pictures of you killing people. You kill that girl with your dick and you put it in the face, eh? Mm, mm, mm. They, that, yo, they have, I'm sure they have the fucking P tape. I know they got the P tape. They got something. They got him doing some shit. That's why they got him. They have, they have P tapes. They have P tapes. Yeah, at this point, I'm sure it's worse than it's, yo. It's, it's I'm worse. Sure it's, underage, it's underage girls. It's underage, it's scat. It's, it's worse it's, than whatever we think it is. Yeah, it's, it's worse. Whatever you can imagine, it's going to be ten times worse. It's grabbing. Melania it, at this point does not even want to touch this dude. Get away from me, you piece of shit! So. But you know what though? You know what though? I, I used to have. I used to have some compassion for Melania because I was like, you know, she wanted to be in the country. She wanted to be with a rich man. And I used to have some compassion for her. But all the things that have been coming out about her, the interview she's been doing, the whole fuck Christmas thing. At some point, I don't have compassion for you because you're complicit. Yeah. Hmm. At this point, Melania is complicit. She's on the, she's on the team. No, so, yeah. In her defense, you know, she didn't say actually fuck Christmas. I didn't like how they spun that headline. She was saying that because this is a major big deal in the White House that I have to do this. But it's I felt like she was saying, like, yo, this is overkill, yo. Like, I, I don't really who who really needs all this to happen? Can you imagine if Michelle had said that? No, I, I know. Can double you imagine? Standard, double standard is clearly there. If I'm just Barack saying, Obama had a secret Chinese bank account. 
their heads would Beijing berry and and blood would have exploded out of their neck mm. if that happened. If that oh, the, uh, that would have been nice happened. That would have been uh, nice. absolutely. Uh, it would have been Clay, uh, Clayton Biggs when he when his <laughs> hood came off. Their fucking I, heads would have exploded. They, nah, they. I think their heads would have exploded, and son would have been fucking creaming in the shorts. We, we got him. We got him. We finally got him. They would have been fucking loving it. They would have, but they, and the thing is, they had to go hard on him for a tan suit because they could, they didn't have anything. Come on. You think they wasn't digging for this? Yo, he had to have been for at least for eight years. He didn't do no dirt. He no. had, he was smart Squeaky enough not to do no clean. dirt. Squeaky clean. I mean, you know, they was, they, listen, come on, man. Yo, the, the toughest thing they had on him was the tan suit, yo. Yeah. That was, he that might, was oh, big, no, no. That was his biggest scandal. He was no, he was smoking secretly, smoking a cigarette. That was really bad. Is he smoking a cigarette or is he smoking a doobie? Mm, a tweed. So, and on my last, my last check-in is this week. My wife and I will be celebrating our 14th wedding anniversary. Whoa! Congratulations! Yes. So 14 um, years. Oh my God, yeah. you still alive? That's great. Uh, we're both still alive. 14 years. I've been in the goddamn shit for 14 years, right? It was me. We was in Dang Bang. We got dropped behind enemy lines 14 years ago. And we fought our way through the Viet Cong and we got here. We're here. We're, we're still alive, you know? Yes. Yes. Congrats. Congrats, brother. Congrats. Thank you. Thank That's you. So, up, man. Uh, happy anniversary, baby. And we would have had a great time. By the time this airs, oh no, no, we're celebrating this weekend, so yeah, it'll air on the first day of debauchery. Woo! Oh shit! Happy anniversary, yo! I guess Happy- the kids are gonna be out of town. They will not be here. <laughs> right? I will be laying down the plastic on the floor and the wall. <laughs> Have you alerted the neighbors? I should be posting a note notice on their door Friday morning. If you hear screams coming from my apartment, don't worry. Look about away. It. Just wish us happy anniversary. Oh, yeah. look, Do not baby. call the police again. Look <laughs> away. <laughs> the smell of burnt flesh, should, you should not be alarmed by that. <laughs> by the smell of it. Just mind your business. <laughs> move on. Move on. Mind carry your on. fucking business. Carry on. Carry on. That's what's up. But yeah. Cool. What's up with you, Vin? Nothing, man. Listen, it's Scorpio season. You know what I'm saying? My birthday is going to be next week. Matter of fact, next Monday, uh, day before election day. 47. You know what I mean? 47. I can't believe that I'm three three years shy of 50. Mm, it's crazy, it's right? It's fucking crazy because it's like, yo, remember, yo, like, remember the other day, son? The other day was 10 years ago, nigga. Like, what are you doing right now? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, yo, 47. still feels like yesterday. Like, I yeah. literally yeah, have Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 16 as if it was yesterday. When yeah. I listen to the low end theory, I don't think 1993, mm. 92. I don't think that. I just don't think that. Now, 91 was low in theory. So I don't, I just, I don't see it. Like, I don't see it as a, as it being almost 30 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy when you it's think about that. fucking yeah. bananas and pajamas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, next year, we will have been out of high school for 30 years. Mm-hmm. 30. I feel like, I, I feel like, I just had a I just had a flat top. I just had one. <laughs> Nigga, we just was going to Jones Beach Greek Fest. Right? Oh just God. yesterday. 
It just happened last week. What are you talking? The other day, son. I say the other day, my wife was like, yo, that's like three years ago. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yo, remember the other day when Michael Jackson, the other Michael Jackson's been dead like 10 years, baby. Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's 2020 crazy. made time so elastic. It's not even funny. It, yo. It's not even funny. Every day is Groundhog's Day, B. Yes. Listen, man. I mean, listen, I, I'm 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 happy to be alive and I'll, you know, hope I'll make 47. I should. Um, I'll have the nice week and some change off to relax and not worry about shit, which is always a good thing. And other than that, you know, just living living my life like it's golden, you know? Okay, and uh <laughs> to quote the Jill. <laughs> and um shit, I, I got my mortgage refinanced, I lowered my rate, my money's cheaper. Not a first. Oh, you're the, just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, it went through. So it's just like, going through the highlights. I got you. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yes, man. Save me some money. You All know right. what I mean? Um, everything's good, man. Everything's good. That's beautiful. Yeah, man. That's it's great. Be- man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful, Eddie Lillian. <laughs> Lillian, get my pistol. <laughs> That's a fucking classic right there. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, it's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. Voting season is upon us. By the time this episode airs, you will have several days to go to your polls to mail in your ballot to do whatever you need to do by carrier pigeon or whatever it is to go vote so that we can have a normal society again and hopefully stop killing people. In that regard, Amy Coney Barrett was just confirmed for the new Supreme Court justice to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which I think is an atrocity. How do you guys feel not only about her being confirmed, but the importance of people voting? Does our vote matter? Even... And, and just not as people of color does our vote matter, but because we vote in a very, very blue state. We're in New York, which is a very, very blue state. Do you guys think our vote matters? And how important is our vote in the scheme of all these other things that are going on, like the Supreme Court and everything else? Well, uh, to, to touch on the confirmation of uh, Amy, um. I just I feel like, you know what it feels like just right now, honestly, what I was thinking about first thing that came to my mind was when the Sith Lord finally came out and the, and you finally know who the Sith Lord is, the senator, whatever. That's how I feel like that's what's happening right now. Like, it's like we finally got the the Supreme Court. They got that shit now. They El said it before. They playing they playing chess, man. It, it's just it's kind of scary, you know, and then they're, and the Democrats now want to what make open what two or three more seats how many seats do they want to open up that they, they were uh, talking about that i believe i don't know if there's been a number they've been pretty dodgy about trying to even discuss that topic yeah um but i just to jump in real quick um i don't know if you guys have heard of ellie mastal who's a attorney who um is often on msnbc he actually made a, an amazing case for the idea of putting up to 29 justices on the Supreme Court. 29? 29. Because what he's saying is that if you put it at this low number, everything becomes life and death for every every time a justice dies. Mm-hmm. It becomes sort of life and death as opposed to 
having this court as the benchmark for being able to administer justice in a way that is reasonable. So if you have 29, as cases come up, you have a rotation and sort of a lottery that nine of those 29 Ah. would rule on that case. Right. So you would not know which nine would you would get. Mm. You would not know. It wouldn't be necessarily about the balance because at that at that number, Republicans would have made uh, selections. Democrats would have made selections. And it, it, it takes out the 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 severity of losing a justice if you have that many justices yeah, and, the, and it, it takes the politics out of it, which yeah. I think so many people want. And that what I love about what he said was it moved the conversation from just Amy Coney Barrett. Cause it's not really just about her. It's yeah. about a system that really does not work for the American people. And I love people who can kind of expand at least definitely my thought about all right, what's what's a proper solution for us to really get to the meat of what's happening? Because what's happening is that people are controlling the court based on their politics. And that's not what we want. Right. Has it always been like that with the Supreme Court? Because, again, I, I don't I don't I, I'm not a person, a student of, of a, you know, government like that. But has it always been a political thing or was it more of, a you know, we're going to the best person for the job type of situation? I, I don't know. I think you get into, is it covert or overt uh, manipulation? So I don't really remember the the beginnings or the, the, the genesis of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. But um, when it expanded to nine, everybody thought that that was a great number because, again, people were not living as long as they are living now. Mm-hmm. So it was a different way of thinking about it. And that's why I think what Ellie's proposing is for us as a now a generation that lives longer, or generations that live longer, is to sort of look at this and say, okay, we tried it that way. Now let's expand the thinking and the approach to how we can administer justice throughout this country. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is putting Amy, uh, Amy Coney Barrett replacing RBG felt almost as bad or as bad as putting Clarence Thomas in place of Thurgood Marshall. Putting someone who has a black face or putting someone who is a woman to replace that person because they are the same gender or they are the same race, the same color, ethnicity, trying to be using language appropriately when they don't actually share the values of the person that precede them. um, That I think is, is where it becomes challenging for me. Also the hypocrisy of, well, we can't put somebody in an election year unless we're in power. They did that shit in two weeks. (laughs) Right. They did that shit so quick. The week, the week before the election. This is so wrong in so many ways. So for me, what's right is right and what's fair is fair. And 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 I have a, I have a challenge with that. I like what Ella is saying because for me, I, I kind of ha- I have studied the court just a little bit only because I found that they are the last stop. The Supreme Court is the last stop for justice. Mm-hmm. It's the last stop. Like when everything else goes wrong, the Supreme Court is supposed to be the ar- arbiter of truth and the arbiter of morality wherever possible. And I feel like since Roe versus Wade, there has at least been, for the most part, there has been an attempt, which is why also the Supreme Court has the ability to not hear a case, say, nah, we're not going to touch that. There has been an attempt for rational and fair judgment under the law, and now it's more polarized and politicized than ever. So a few weeks ago, I talked about that state that I, I found myself in where I was just 
afraid of what was going to be happening next. And this is this is part of it. This is like stage one of what I feel like is the plan, their their plan for America. Is when you have six to three on the Supreme Court, and they are the final stop for everything legal in this country, every law in this country, every fight against a law or procedure in this country, it's all tilting their way. And if Trump wants to say, this election, I don't, I don't, I don't sanction this election, I don't feel like it's legitimate, and we're going to fight it in court, this is the last stop. Right. I don't know that much about Amy, but I'm assuming that they didn't select her without knowing where she stands. Right. She's been vetted. Right. And I'm assuming that she's standing at least close enough to where they want her to stand and to, and to, um, and to make judgments. Yo, I'm, no, I'm, no I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to give you this one, Mac. You said that shit. And I'm hoping you're wrong, but this shit is starting to manifest itself because you said that shit in that motherfucking tweet. I'm going to give you props, nigga, because you was right, because it's starting to mold into that type of situation. And it's fucking scary. I'm talking based on what you were just saying about Amy being uh, nominated. Mm -hmm. Now she's on the Supreme Court, the election coming and Trump uh, fucking saying that, I don't think it's right. I'm going to fight it. And Mac had said that shit a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, nah, I hope not. But it's looking a little ugly because they did this shit in two weeks. Yo, she's not, how, yo, the ground hasn't even settled yet where she's been buried at. And in two weeks, they confirmed this woman. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think I even saw anything on the TV about it at all. About what? Her, this, like, the proceedings and them questioning her. Was it on well, the TV? I didn't, yeah, I, didn't yeah. I, I, I watched it. I watched the confirmation hearings. The thing that I, don't like about it the most is that it's disingenuous and you have to buy into the lie that she has not been vetted for having certain leanings uh judiciously as you guys have said she's there for a reason yeah she's not there just because she knows the law she she's there because she has already indicated that, that sure she is am. going to lean a certain way when it comes to certain verdicts she has consistently leaned towards corporations over employees that's mm. not by accident she is consistently leaning towards republican ideas and ideology mm -hmm. versus liberal and progressive ones mm -hmm. that's not by accident mm -hmm. so for her to sit there and suggest yeah. she can't pontificate or offer any personal uh reflections on anything either political or judicial is bullshit well, I, I think she was she was sitting in a position where she didn't have to. Well, right. She did not have to, but to even suggest well, or use the line that she has, that she can't say anything because of the ju uh, judicial uh, standard. Right. Is disingenuous. Well, if she was really interviewing for the job, she would have answered those questions. Right. But she wasn't exactly. interviewing for the job. She already had the job right. on lock. This is just purely... Uh, uh, ceremonial. It's theater to to, to walk theater. through this, you know, because the votes were in, and we are we already knew that. Like, like it's no surprise. That's why I didn't watch any of it. It was like this is just going to piss me off. 
Because mm. I because you know what it is. They're just walking her in it. They're just walking her into the job. Like there was there was no say so. Uh, we had no say so. They they lie about their motivations. They lie about um, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. It depends on depends on who's in charge, right? Exactly. Yeah. The goal line keeps shifting, and that shit that shit piss, pisses me off. But they're getting done. This is a, this is the thing that Republicans will do that Democrats will not, and play dirty. They'll just well, uh, Democrats will play dirty too, but they'll play dirty in a different way. But Republicans will just say, fuck it. The ends justifies the means. But Democrats can't do that because they their constituency is built on, supposed to be built on hope and progress. Um, why can't they do that? Why can't, why can't Kindness, they do that? Kindness, hugs, and cinnamon. Why can't they do that? Why couldn't they have held up? Whatever they had to do, why couldn't they have obstructed this confirmation? They didn't have the numbers to do it. They didn't care. No, I, no, I, I think they cared. They did not have the numbers. If they didn't show up, if they didn't show up, there would not have been enough members to have a quorum. If they didn't have a quorum, they couldn't actually, they couldn't actually have the hearing. None of the all they had to do was not show up. No, whether they vote or not, all they had to do is not show up, and it would be no quorum. If there's no quorum, they can't open session. All they had to do is not show up. That's well, all. They how, had many, to do. how many? How many? How many senators do you need for a quorum? I don't know what the number is, but there was an analyst that says all the guys have to do is not show up until November 5th. That's all they have to do is just not go. That's it. Don't go. They don't want to play it. They don't want to play it like that. They don't want to play it like well, that. Well, so. here's the thing. If they open, if they open that can, that means that that's going to be played against them. That's going to be played against I don't, I don't, even, I don't, even, I don't know. I don't know. Republicans don't give a shit. Right, exactly. Republicans don't give a shit. They do whatever they want to do. Right. I don't know if that, but does that help us? Does that help us? And I, when I say us, I'm not talking about uh, I, you know what I a need? political party. I'm talking about uh, citizens of this United States. You know what I need politically? From, seven from members. The, seven members Democrats. must be present for you to have a quorum. Seven bipartisan members or seven members? Seven members in total of the committee must actually be present, shall constitute a quorum for the purpose of discussing business. Sorry, gonna, sorry, 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 sorry. Seven members actually present. Nine members of the committee, including at least two members of the minority, shall constitute a quorum for the purpose of transacting business. No bill, matter, or nomination shall be ordered, reported from the committee. However, unless a majority of the committee is actually present at the time such action is taken, and a majority of those present support the action taken. Got it. See, so they so, have the majority. Right. Well, no, but see, based on what he's saying, though, that information, they should have been Mike Tyson in the ring. And they should have said, we're not showing up. Because that's be, what they did. To, there that's what there will did be no to, quorum. That's what they did to Barack. They were like, no, we're not voting. We're just not voting. There will well, be no quorum. Well, Mitch McConnell was was the one that would bring it to a vote. No, but what he's saying, is they couldn't even get to a quorum to start the business of this uh, evaluation of the nominee. If, no, no, no. If, I, no Rick I don't right. know. Rick is right. You got to bring it to a vote. In other words, Mitch McConnell would have had to say, OK, we're going to we're going to bring this vote to the floor. Mitch McConnell wouldn't even do that. But we're not in power. So we couldn't do that. No. OK, Listen. let's get this right, because I don't want to get this screwed up for the audience. Are you saying that it had to be seven Republicans and at least two Democrats in order for them to start the hearings for uh, Justice Barrett? Seven members in total. In total, Democrats and Republicans. So two, but, it had to be at least two 
Democrats to show up in order for them to at least take this up in a hearing. Is that right? Uh, we are doing wonders doing, to the we, Constitution right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait. So let's see. Let's see. Let's take see. Eight brothers and two mothers. <laughs> All right. So let me see. <laughs> How many licks does it get to the Senate to touch it, bro? <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so first of all, on the on the Judiciary Committee, there are actually twenty two members. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lindsey Graham is a chairman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lady G, um, shout and out, Di- and Diane Feinstein is a ranking member, but she's in the minor in the minority. So without us, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's about twelve members who are Republican and about 10 members who are Democrat. So it seems like um, nine members of the committee. All right. So nine members of the committee, including at least two members of the minority shall constitute a quorum. So, so if they had seven members, if they had nine members, but none of the, none of the, none of the minorities showed up, they can't have a quorum. So they can't vote. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So what we, what at least what I was suggesting is accurate that, the Democrats should have played serious hardball and not showed up. That's what I would have liked to see. And, and I'd like really to see that, that for a lot of things. Right. And it's still, they get up there and they go through the dance and whatever. And then we get, we, we get, we uh, get kneeling and, and can take, we get Clarence. Oh. <laughs> we get kneeling. We get, Jesus we get Clarence Thomas yeah. and, and, and Amy and Amy Barrett. But that's a great point. Cause I was watching Roland and Roland has been trying to get Nancy Pelosi on his show for almost a year. And he keeps getting the response that she's busy. Meanwhile, if I turn on MSNBC or CNN, she's always on one of those shows. So his 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 call. I just, is, not, I just wanted to stop by. <laughs> right. His his call is to action is if you can go on white media, why can't you go on black media? It's not important. And and this is but this is the I point. march with Martin Luther. King. So d- don't wear kente cloth and do all the kneeling nonsense. And this is why a couple of weeks ago I was like, fuck her too. Mm. So don't 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 Bonanza. don't. Yeah, don't don't try to uh, sugarcoat it and make it seem like you're you're in favor of the black cause and Black Lives Matter, but you won't even sit down with black media. Right. I like the blacks, but you know. But BET, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think Wolf Blitzberg did BET one time, but I'm not going to do BET. It's black <laughs> entertainment. She needs to do can't an they, interview with uh, Ice Cube. Can't they get, a- can't they get no, AOC no. to do that? Definitely not Ice Cube. Well, we are we are getting closer and closer to um, election day. New York has uh, had his first season of early voting, mm-hmm. and um, just uh, so I'm close to King's Theater, mm. and we drove past on Saturday, and the line to get in to vote was around the block. Yes. So King's Theater is on, the entrance is on Fulton Street and the line wrapped around the block at least once. So if you got online, you started on Fulton Street, went all the way around the building, around the block mm. and came back around the Fulton Street to the front. Wow. And, um, I think that this is evidence that people are, they're serious about voting. Yes, absolutely. People are not fucking around. They're, they're, everybody's posting that I voted uh, stickers. Yep. They're not fucking around. And this is important. It's maybe not so much um, 
important for the national election because New York is a blue state and it's going to go to uh, Biden. We know that. But in the local elections, it is important. it's going to make, a, it's gonna make a, a massive difference. There's nothing, there's nothing really controversial on my ballot. Um, most of the people that I've, I've looked up, there's, there's no one who I'm saying there's, they're definitely not getting in except this one, this one woman who's a Trump supporter, but you know, she wasn't going anywhere anyway. Hmm. Um, she switched party affiliations just so she could stay on the, on the damn ballot. Hmm. Um, but other than that, like, I think, uh, it's going to mean a lot for local elections in New York. Yeah, I agree. Rick, you're so right. I was happily uh, surprised to see um, so many long lines this weekend because the 24th, I think, was the first day of uh, early voting in New York. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I've got to go this week, but I'm, I'm excited to vote. I'm excited to see that everybody's so energized and charged to cast their ballot. And uh, I, even, I mean, my mom has voted for like forever, but you know, she posted on Facebook that she voted and it took her an hour to vote. Hmm. So um, I think people were just like, you're right. I just want to make sure that my voice is heard. I think, you know, particularly because we're in New York, it's not as impactful on the presidential part of the election, but the, the impact that it will have on a local legislative and um, civic positions will be astounding for for most part. So you got your outbreak suit in the mail? No, I well, I've got my ballot, remember, so I just need to drop it off. I, well, only thing I need to consider or find out is, do I need to stand online or can I just go drop it off? Like, oh, actually, you know what? I do have, did you guys get the barcode sent to you also? Uh, I haven't looked at the ballot. I know they sent me the mail-in one and I can go in person. Uh, there's one near me. I can go in so there's, there's there's a um, a fob with a barcode that is going to be sent to you separately. I don't know. It's in New York. I don't know about New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But this allows you to skip the line, essentially. So I just found that out. I saw that I saw it when they sent it. I was like, "What is this?" So my mother-in-law, who's heavily involved in public policy and uh, civic uh, responsibility, told me and my wife that, "Oh yeah, you guys can basically skip the line and just kind of just drop off your ballots." Is that an Illuminati tracker? I was about to say the same thing. Oh, I know. <laughs> You got the Illuminati. The Illuminati. I, I can't I can't disclose that. But. <laughs> Welcome to the Illuminati. Here's well, yeah, your we, cup of baby that. blood. <laughs> so so I, I haven't voted yet, but I'm I'm gonna go on uh Wednesday. I'm gonna go uh mm. and vote uh Wednesday and I and I plan to be there for a couple of hours, at least two and a half hours. Mm. I, I'm you know, I'm I'm setting up uh, playlists. I'm setting up shows that I, I want to finish the season, and I will stand online. Wow. That and, would be dope, uh, man. This I, I had presented this before, but I think we should uh, create the playlist for standing online to vote 2020. Mm-hmm. Got to have a lot of DMX in there. <laughs> I, I, do we? Do we? I'm saying you got to have some DMX in there. DMX gets you hype and shit. Yeah, but you you, you walk in. Son. <laughs> If, this, if oh, the line is moving jail, slow, you, you can't be neck. listening to DMX. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I vote in a very, very white neighborhood, so I want to go in person. <laughs> to to hug on the white I, people? I, I, I really want to go with like a... I, I want to go with a Malcolm X hat on and a public enemy jacket, and I just really want to go vote. <laughs> Please do. Uh, They're going to be like, take this vote 
and burn it. And I used I w- to go in there. I used to go in there so peaceful and good morning, white people and whatever. Nah, this year, they're not getting that this year. I like, wish I had a Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wish I, I had. Will, I think they'll that. fucking arrest you when you. When you they'll when you they'll set my ballot on fire before yeah. it goes into the machine. There was there was a case in I think it was in Pennsylvania, where uh, there was a poll worker who was turning away people who were wearing uh, Black, Black Lives Matter yeah, sort of, t-shirts, sort of. and wow. that poll worker ultimately got fired because they're saying you can't do that. It, it had, that is not associated with any political party. It's not a democratic slogan. No. Wow. So first off, the story sh- should have gone that poll worker got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then fired. Reenactment. Right. I'm sorry, but you cannot no enter in here with a Black Lives Matter t-shirt on. Bitch, you take had- this. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, I keep saying, man, people, white people are finding the right one. Black Lives do matter. Oh, my eye. <laughs> Because there's no way. What I you going to do, boy? What I, you going to do? Right, right. There's no way I would entertain that. There's no way I would entertain that. You if, do, you, if you don't get the fuck out of my way, ma'am. Right. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I, ma'am, ma'am. I want that. If you I don't want get that, the fuck what you, out of my way. I want that what you're going to do, boy, person to come up to Leon and that be on video. Because that is <laughs> Decoding 40 is number one podcast. And buy your goddamn sandwich. That's oh, yeah. that. That will be the opening for every show. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the fucking intro. What you gonna do, boy? What you gonna do? I mean, it. Listen, God. There would be like place. a three second moment when I watch the video like this. I pause it and go get a snack. <laughs> yeah, you would have to. Yeah, because this it's it's my my retort is going to be swift. Epic. Epic. Swift. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Yo, listen. I, I believe that uh, God put you in a place where you will not violate as many humans oh. as possible, because I, even though we're gentrifying here in Harlem, I believe <laughs> that I could not be in a white uh, community right now because it would be like, yo, because I, I honestly could not. It's it, I'm like this, like particularly yesterday when looking at the Trump supporters. I actually respect anybody's right to support whoever you want to support. And particularly if you're not physically being aggressive and you just, but if you, if you try to stop me and prevent me from exercising my right as American, you have, you have a world of hurt headed your way. Hmm. Cause I'm bringing ancestral shit down on you. What you gonna do boy? When I'm not filling up the slapping machines at 7-Eleven, I'm listening to Decoding 40 with my friends. Vashmush and Tashkush. Thank you. Speaking of uh, of, of, of uh, bringing oh, shit down on black people, <laughs> y- your man, uh, Jordan Kushner, President Trump's son-in-law. Who? Who? Jordan. Jordan. Jo- Jordan. Who? Who? Jared. Jared, right? Wow. I get their names wrong too. Uh, uh, Charlie. Uh, Thompson. (laughs) Whatever the fuck his name is. Gordon Kushner. Gordon Kushner. Principal Kushner. Commissioner Gordon Kushner. (laughs) He criticized protesters as more concerned with he called virtue signaling than coming up with solutions. So... Uh, he says one thing he said, one thing that we've seen a lot in the black community, which is mostly Democrat, 
is that President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about. But he can't want them to be more successful than they want to be successful. Then he referred to the George Floyd situation. He says a lot of people were more concerned with what he said, virtues, virtue signaling, than in coming up with solutions. Hmm. They go on Instagram and they would cry or they put on a slogan on their jersey or they'd write something on a basketball court reference to LeBron James. And quite frankly, that was doing more to polarize the country than it was to bring people forward. You solve problems with solutions. So basically what he was saying is that black people uh, need to want to be successful. They, they need to want the help for Trump to be able to give it to them. It's, it's loosely translated of all of this. Is, and then he took a shot at LeBron. All the good ones. We just want all the good ones. Okay. The good it's ones difficult to know where to start with this other than fuck you, Jordan Kushner. You suck. Yeah. I want to punch him in the face so much more now than is when it Jordan or Jared? <laughs> fuck his name. I, I'm calling him Jordan Kushner. I tried to fuck say that in the beginning, but I was just like, no, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick. Go ahead. I want to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> These are facts. Those those like, are nothing like, but facts. Full extended like, hands, that's, fingers. That's good analysis. Let's take that to MSNBC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because there, there is no explaining to him what our lives are like in this country, because he obviously has no concept of what it is to be disadvantaged because he's had every advantage in the world. Mm -hmm. Nothing has held him back from doing his daddy went to jail and he's still standing next to the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Could that crook. happen? For Father's black a crook. Man? Yeah. Father's your crook. your Father's daddy crook. is a crook. A criminal, a felon, a convicted felon. And you're standing next to the president, married to his daughter. Fucking his daughter, yeah. Yeah. Who who also is a criminal who has violated US statutory laws. Who's that? Uh Ivanka, what her name? What's her name? Ivanka. I don't know. Yeah, but I but I think I think of I think Ivanka Ivanka is guilty more bitch. guilty by association as well. <laughs> Fuck them, man. I, th I think the thing that's most infuriating is because they they know that they have every advantage. They know that they have a leg up on everyone else. Of course, and they and they and they relish but in it. But, but it's, no, it's you're trying to advise people on how to pull yourself up from your bootstraps when you never had to do it. I was just about to say that that's the nefarious part to suggest that their lives are exemplary of someone who has pulled themselves up by their own bootstrap when they've been given every opportunity that they have and afforded a protection that most people of color, most black people have not been afforded. And to suggest that black people who are subjugated and undermined on so many levels somehow don't have the will or the volition to pull themselves up out of whatever circumstances they find themselves in. Despite this country considerably trying to kill us on any given Sunday. So fuck you and everything you think you stand for. That was beautiful. I love that shit. Fuck you and the horse you was riding on. <laughs> fuck you, Joffrey Kushner. Joffrey. <laughs> Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Fucking. Uh, fucking piece of shit.
Uh, you know, that, that, that's just that that's just their way of thinking. They can't like you just said, they can't even imagine what a person of color has gone through. They can't imagine because they've like, never had to live that life. They've like, never. What? You don't have a person that wipes your balls. What? Like, what are you talking about? I, what? No food in the refrigerator. No, I disagree with that. I think they know better. I just think they don't care. I think they know better. No, they don't. I think I they think don't they care. Have no concept of what yeah. it's like to to even have to think about what we're what the way that we live. Yeah, exactly. And I, right. And I think what Hold obscures up. their thinking is My last is that, $20? What's my last $20? I have thousands of them. But <laughs> I, I think what obscures their thinking is that Black people thrive in a system that is built to undermine them. To destroy them. To destroy them. You're right. Let me, let me correct that. You're right. To destroy them. But somehow, not only, as Doc Rivers said, we love this country because we believe in the ideals of this country, we still have to figure out a way to survive in it. And they're like, the people who actually do figure it out, well, why aren't you like them? Aren't you magical? In, in, in the magic, I was about to say, in the magical words of Joe Biden, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, come on man. <laughs> come on, man. Yo, so oh, my- man. He's got to pay Ed Lover. He's got to pay a lover because he, he took some inspiration. Come, come on, on son. come on, son. Come on, son. Come on, son. He so, wanted to say, come on, son, but on, he son. didn't want he didn't want people to think of him as, as old Joe. Yeah. If he called uh, Trump's son. <laughs> Yo, yeah. he said malarkey. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was that, that that dated him. That dated him. Malarkey. What the fuck? Like, yo, was he watching Bugs Bunny there? <laughs> nah, I don't want any fucking malarkey from any of you guys. All right, Jesus. Ma- malarkey plays. Ma- malarkey plays good in Pennsylvania, though. Malarkey plays good. <laughs> it does. I'm sure it does. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that malarkey. You know, I, I, I hate malarkey. malarkey. You know, I hate malarkey. He, you know, it's funny. It was I like funny. The Saturday Night Live did like they they, they uh yes. part of their their skit they they said that um once he said malarkey, malarkey like he had to finish drink, his drink, drink as, game. as Biden bingo and that was on that was on our Biden bingo was it yeah and I, we should have finished our drinks but I didn't want to say uh, wow it's drunk enough malarkey 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 that's just a bunch of malarkey <laughs> what why do you guys think that there has been so many black men coming out for Trump. And I mean, especially prominent black men. And I know some of it is just trying to jump in the conversation. Um, I don't think all of them actually are supporting him. I think some of it is for attention. Um, but why do you got, but there are some real black men who are really taken by him. And, um, and I'm trying to, why do you guys think that is? I don't think it's a lot. I think that they're, they're trotting them out mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's a lot well, they, at all. They're useful idiots. I think they're useful idiots. Yeah, but they're not. They weren't influential in the community before Trump. They're not influential now. There's a fringe. There's always going to be a fringe. There's always going to be that small percentage of people who want to be just. They want to be in the house. They they right. want to be hugged and they want to be covered in the blanket of whiteness. He said they want to be in a house. No, but I think that's true. I think to answer your question, I, you know, for the short period of time I was in this conservative black F- Facebook group. Um, both days, both days. Real quick, real quick. Yo, El, before you, before you tell that story, right? Uh-huh. So I was watching They Live this morning. 
what channel was it on? I, I forgot it. what channel was on. I think it was a Showtime or something like okay, that. Okay, I watched Stars. But I'm thinking how you talked about being in that conservative group and they hit you with it when they when you had the glasses on, you could see how they was all aliens and shit. They was like, he can see us. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they banned you. They got you the fuck out of that group because you they can did. see what the fuck they were dealing you were with. Probably the only black person in that group. I, no, I the wasn't. Rest of them were Russian bots. I, I was not, but there's two of y'all. Two, the one black conservative and you. And a Nigerian dude who's right. the Russian bot. Exactly. <laughs> I, Ooh, I, should, I, I, should, I am fucked up. My I should have told the story about a, a Nigerian that tried to give me, but uh, for my check-in. But I'd say that for another wow. day. But um, <laughs> I've tried to engage them on actual political philosophy, and they won't do it. All they will do is regurgitate what is happening on Fox uh, mm-hmm. News, and so it's it's difficult for me to say that Trump is somehow galvanizing black men or picking black men off. I th- I think one as a black man, I think we're 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 proud sector of the voting block and we want the best for our communities and we want to be considered as people who are industrious and and work for what it is that we desire. We have to look at both sides or all parts of the equation. So if we have a uh, a president who is suggesting that he is the the best president since Lincoln for black men, for black men, for black people, actually. Then, but at the same time, his Justice Department is not overseeing any police brutality cases. is is trying to suppress votes to disenfranchise, particularly black people. What what is it that is so? attractive to you in to this to this candidate that would let you forsake all of that. So I've got a friend who, and I say friend in quotes, who said that he has thrived more under Trump than he has in Obama, particularly this year because of the stimulus package, all the <laughs> unemployment uh, bumps that uh, people received. So, and it was about, I think he said 13,000 that he had quoted that he had received at that time. So if $13,000 is all it takes for you to feel comfortable about one of the most overt white supremacist president that we've had probably since, I don't know. I, I don't want to call Lyndon, LBJ Lyndon, out, but yeah. I was about to say Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> he's, saying, he, he's saying he made $13,000 more this year based on stimulus packages because I don't, you say more, more, more is a speculative word in that in that sentence. Because I don't know how much he's made. He could have made zero under Obama. He could have been living off the state, right? I don't know, but I'm just saying he he did say thirteen thousand dollars, or he pointed that out as an amount for him to feel good about. But the exchange was we shut down this country and two hundred and twenty thousand people died. And, but you got $13,000. you feel good about that $13,000. Right. Man, my Boost Mobile was straight. I had paid, yo, I had like 3,000 minutes on my Boost Mobile. You know what I'm talking about? And then with the Boost Mobile, see, when you get at least 3,000 minutes on that Boost Mobile, you do whatever you want. You get free internet over that talk about, man. Listen, that's motherfuckers. That's, yo, listen, you have people. And that's why he made a big deal, because I got that bullshit letter in the mail from Donald Trump. He signed it basically like, you know, 
thank me for 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 getting this little bit of money. Is Here that what you he go. said? I'm paraphrasing. I'm <laughs> okay. paraphrasing, of course, because no, the letter was longer than that. It wasn't. It wasn't a fucking happy face with. Like, this, is three, this is a three minute read. I'm not fucking with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was. It, but it was signed by him, so it was like you know, it was that was a very arrogant thing to do. But you know, it's Trump. But uh, yeah, there's people who you know they got that little bit of free, you know, quote unquote free money, and they're thinking, well, shit, if we vote him back in, maybe he'll give us another stimulus check. You know, that is, that is the dumbest thinking I've ever heard. So, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just now getting my stimulus check. I think next week. Really, I'm, I'm trying to think about yeah. this. I mean, because I, I, I had to make my taxes. If I look at it dollar for dollar, I'm probably am doing better under Trump than I was under Obama. But it has nothing to do with Trump or Obama. It's nothing right. to do with that. Right. It doesn't well, have it, it. It doesn't have any bearing on the day to day operation of my life. It was what I was doing different from five years ago that I'm doing today. But if you look at the climb out of of the recession at the end of the Bush administration, of course you're doing better now. Right. It's That shit didn't turn around. It didn't turn around in a day. Right. Yeah. It took a while to, and he, all he did was live off of all of the improvements to the economy that Obama put into place. Because he's the one that's listening to the experts. And you know, set it up correctly so that we're 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 we were able to be in a better place at the end of his presidency versus at the end of the Bush presidency. Right. So basically, fuck Trump. Fuck everybody who supports Trump. Yep. Especially fuck yo couch. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm concerned it. about. Here's what I'm concerned about. First, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey Gordon. Gordon Kushner. Um. My what I'm first. Uh, what I'm first fearful of is trump's gonna lose and it's gonna trigger a civil war i think that's that's one um that i'm really that's the one i'm really concerned about i know people think i'm 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 taking it too far i don't think so um there's a vice documentary i wanted everybody to watch there's a there's a vice episode where they go and they talk to these people and they were like if trump loses then it was stolen i'm gonna go get my gun and defend my vote and i think they're serious about that that's one I don't, um, but I I hear what you're saying. I just I still think white people are more concerned with McDonald's and Jeopardy than they are actually taking up arms. You, you, and, yeah, you, and, you and, say that, but I I, I remember Timothy Mac. McVeigh. I remember but, Timothy but who they, McVeigh. Who who are they going to take up arms against? I remember Timothy the McVeigh. Government? I remember no. Waco, and I also remember not too long ago they just tried to kidnap a governor, and they were serious about it. Okay, hold up, but, hold up. But it got then, hold up. When it because you comes got, to action. They're gonna be like, uh, that was to, that was today. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were supposed to go down there tonight. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was talking to Bubba, right? And Bubba told me I so I went and got my AR, was ready. And they tell me it was Wednesday, but it was Tuesday. Well, I'll be goddamn. I, you know, I was. I, I mean, today I'm I'm smoking well, some ribs. I'm not well, gonna be able to do it today. Well, Travis, come on, you gotta put those ribs on the side. But I, listen, you told me tomorrow. I was ready for tomorrow, not today, because today is another day, and tomorrow's tomorrow. And I'm re-rated tomorrow, but not today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think that is so accurate. I think that's so accurate. <laughs> I think know. y'all are I, I think y'all are sleeping because these white people are losing their privilege. Oh, I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. Listen, no, but I, I, people, 
These white people are losing their privilege and they can't handle it. They can't handle competing. They can't handle it. They can't they can't I, handle I, it. I, I think you're right. And I think it will incite some of these fringe people to violence. But civil war is a whole nother animal. That means that they're going to have to create a military, right? Not a militia. They're not built for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're actually going to be fighting against the U.S. government. I'll be ready if, tomorrow, if, but not so, today. <laughs> you're talking about the Confederacy versus the Union, right? And it's not like they have separate armies. They have, even if they're National Guards, they're not going to go up against the U.S. military. I, 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 I think you guys are. That's not to that's, that's not to say that there won't be there won't be acts there'll of be violence. Po- there'll be pockets I of violence. I think there will be acts of absolutely, violence. Absolutely, absolutely. There's acts of violence, violence now, right? But I think at, at, at the end of the day, it's going to be another Waco. It, there's going to be pockets of violence. I believe that. But you're talking about a coordinated effort against the government. Yes. yes. No, sir. Yes. Yes. No, I sir. think they're not, not going to last long. Not while McDonald's is still in business. Like I said, I, I, I think you guys. Me, hold on a second. I think the streets are not going to be safe. I think the streets are not going to be safe for people of color. I in think some that, areas that might be true. in some areas. Yeah, I agree. Temporarily. I agree. Listen, I, let me tell you something. That's going to be squashed so quickly. Let me tell you something. I, I am I am not arming myself to go out and fight a war. I'm arming myself to protect my domicile, my home. So. There are people who are arming themselves right now. I'm going to tell you right now, everybody. I went to pick up my latest pickup, right? So I'm there, and there's this gentleman who looked like he was 45, but he was really 30-something, right? He's talking about he's getting his handguns, right? He's looking at two handguns. And we start to talk about ammunition. Now, ammunition right now, if you don't know out there, ammunition is very difficult to get for a a number of weapons with the exception of shotguns and 9mm. This motherfucker turns around and says, yeah, because, you know, I'm good for 9mm ammo. I have have 5,000 rounds. This dude said he had 5,000 rounds. Now, in the state of New Jersey, you can only have a 10-shot clip. What are you doing with 5,000 rounds? These motherfuckers are getting ready. They're getting ready. They're getting ready for it. There are more guns in this country than people. They're getting ready. They're getting ready for what in their mind? Because while I'm sitting there waiting, listen, while I was sitting there waiting to get my my last gun, these guys start talking. Very Mm -hmm. pro-Trump, very Second Amendment. Biden's going to take the guns and all this other shit. They they live that fantasy in their head, and then they will you know Black right. Lives Matter and blah. They they live that fantasy in their head. They can go ahead and live that because people who are responsible, who kind of like, all right, I I just need something that's gonna protect my home. These motherfuckers are on some next level shit because you don't if you have five thousand rounds of anything, five thousand rounds is 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 not next level when you're talking about going up against a government. That's exactly well, right. I don't, because I don't, because, I don't because they don't, it, there's, there's no limit to the amount of ammunition that they have. Ain't no limit, I, babe. I don't think that they're talking about going against the government. What they what he was sounding like, he's, he, I, he if, was if sounding he's gonna like. If he's going to go out and kill the average citizen 
he's going to be a mass shooter. There's nothing we can do about that. And that's an individual act of violence. That is not civil war. When we're talking about war, we're talking about what we what just happened in Iraq, in, in Afghanistan, where countries are torn apart. Right. You're talking about Yemen. You're talking about Syria. That is not happening here. Exactly. That's that's exact. Yo, Rick, you hit it on it. Mm. Not to say that there won't be a coup. What I'm saying is there's not going to be a coordinated not, of, uh, effort to create a civil war. Yes, you're going to have factions. You're going to have think small. You guys are underestimating the power. I, I think I think I, you're I, I, overestimating. I, 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 let, 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 me tell, let, let me tell you something. I, I know think I know white people can be ginned up. Anybody can be ginned up. But dude, they, they ran up. They just ran up in the Michigan State House. But they didn't shoot anybody. They, That's my point. But but hold but, on a second. But I, I think it's between they it's, took it's, it over and no one stopped them. Somewhere between because they didn't being shoot anybody and you being where you at L is where they're at. I think that I, I, I think that, that I, I think that. that somewhere in there there is some because there because you know what it is. We're, we're we're not thinking about the heavy online presence and how they are fucking interacting with each other's groups. And I think not that it's a, a, a statewide coordinated effort like on this is our D-Day. I don't think it's anything like that. Maybe, maybe not. But at the bottom, my, my thing is they are. Then there, then there is no. Then there is no. And that's civil not civil war. war. Right. Exactly. Those are those are individual acts of violence. And that's not to say that those things aren't going to happen. But you're talking about the Confederacy was trying to secede from the Union. Those were state coordinated, not individual militias within a state. These little small groups and pockets. That's not civil war. Go and look up the go unless look up the three percenters. Three percenters. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. They're not prepared to run up in Washington and take over the White House. They're not doing it. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be anything like that. I, I think so what they're it's really not civil war. No, but they're That's trying, what I'm saying. I think they're I'm not trying, saying that violence won't happen. I'm saying civil war. They're of, trying to divide the country. They're trying to start. They're trying to. I, I think what most this is my point. Most people who are getting weapons right now and getting bullets and stocking up. I don't think because they're more concerned with an anarchy type of situation. Not to say that there's going to be constant civil war. We're talking about shit blowing up more than it used to, right? So, like, when you go to the supermarket, the supermarket gets blown up. I'm okay. talking about that type of bullshit happening in, 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 at this point in, 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 in junction in time in, in this country. Yeah. That's I what agree. people are getting prepared for. It's more of an anarchist thing more than it is, oh, it's white versus black and black. And there'll be parts of the country that are on some shit like that. But I think for the most part, we're talking about disruptive behavior that makes normal life or what we consider normal life a thing of the past. I yes. think it's that if you type said, of shit that's going if on. If you said white terrorism is going to happen, yes, absolutely. I believe that that is true. Yes. That's what I'm talking Domestic about. terrorism, yes, it's probably going to happen. That's and that's and that is why civil war is different. That's why you can't buy certain bullets now and you can't get certain guns anymore because people are scared and they're thinking along the lines of anarchy. I won't be able to go to the supermarket because the supermarket's not there and all the things that I used to get are not available to me anymore. So I got to buy 7,000 rolls of fucking toilet paper 
And, they were, and if if Donald Trump said, "Let's go to war with the Democrats," they'll kill him. You know why? The powers that be don't want civil war. That's terrible for business. They're not gonna. They're not gonna allow him to do that, dude. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Hello, my friend. This is Black Jesus. And when I'm down here on Earth, the first people I got to come to bless is the good guys over at Decoding 40 because, you know, they doing my work. They doing God's work because you niggas need guidance. So what did we learn today, fellas? I learned today that uh, y'all ended, that I think everybody is underestimating uh, uh, white fear of a black White power. And the loss of white privilege. I think... Um, I think we're going to see real life uh, militias running through the streets, killing masses of people. That's what I think. I, I think not. I think that's underestimated. I hope not either. I just and I don't mean to predict it. I don't mean to put it out there and I don't mean to encourage anybody to do that. Please don't take it that way. I just I just I'm terrified when I see when people are scared, they act out and people and and a lot of white people are scared. Yo, I learned that um, this Temporaneo bottle is just going to get drunk in full when I pull it out. Um, so that's it. Okay. I, I learned that Jared Kushner is Gordon not only Kushner. a punk bitch. Oh, douche, douche, douche. Get it. It's also a bummerclad gun. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Get him. And on that note, well, how do I, I follow with that? I can't really, I, I, I can't decide who I hate more. Do I hate Jared Kushner, Stephen Miller, or Mitch McConnell more. All of them. Throw them in a bag. Throw them in the East River. All of them. A bag with snakes. Mm, they are snakes. So snakes. Who has snakes. more power? Who has more power? I think Mitch McConnell. It's, it's, it's debatable. Jared it's, is it's in the, in the presidency. I learned that we got a couple minutes. Peace. thank you for listening to another episode of decoding 40 please follow us on all social media platforms tell a friend to tell a friend and we will catch you guys next week and every monday at 11 p.m on facebook and youtube we do decoding 40 after dark we love you guys and we'll talk to you next week peace 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 Peace. decoding 40